Welcome to episode 40 of Leading People with me, Jerry Murray. This episode is brought to you by Wide Circle, helping you make better talent decisions. To learn more, visit widecircle.eu. That's W-I-D-E-C-I-R-C-L-E dot E-U. Does he or she or they have potential? Being in the business of helping our clients make better talent decisions, this is one of the most pervasive questions that our clients ask us. But before I attempt to answer it, I'd like to thank all of you, especially our regular listeners, for tuning in every fortnight and also for sharing those episodes that meant something to you with colleagues or friends. I'm excited to have got to 40 episodes and honoured and grateful to have such a large and growing listenership. And I've been contacted by many people recently who are thinking about creating a podcast. And I'd be happy to provide my tips and learning on how to produce a podcast on a consistent basis. So just reach out to me on LinkedIn or via my personal website, www.jerrymurray.com. So, how did leading people come about? Well, back in the summer of 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, and after recovering from an unexpected heart attack, well, come to think of it, I guess all heart attacks are unexpected, with with time on my hands, I was looking at my large library of books, and I began wondering how I could introduce others to the many great ideas and practices that these books contained. So the idea emerged that if I were to interview as many of the authors as possible, I could perhaps find an entertaining and easy way to achieve this goal. So I also saw some potential through these conversations to enhance my own learning. So I'd dabbled in podcasting way back in 2005, 2006, but in those days the technology was very primitive and there was little awareness or interest in podcasts. And besides, there were no iPhones and the like to make it easy to access and listen to a podcast. So as I began researching the medium afresh, I came to the realisation that this was worth testing out. Podcasts were growing in popularity perhaps boosted by the pandemic, and making a podcast also seemed to fit nicely with my own experience in recording studios and radio studios over the years. So I reached out to a few authors whom I knew and recorded the first episodes in December 2020, with the first one airing in January 2021. Now, some of my guests are household names in their field, and others are perhaps less well-known. However, They've all generously shared their insights, tips, and wisdom with us in a friendly and frequently humorous way. And I've enjoyed the conversations, and I hope that you have too. So I'm going to end season one now and take a short break for the summer. I've already scheduled and begun recording episodes for season two, which will kick off again in September. And looking at the roster of the future guests, there are lots of great conversations to look forward to in season two. Now, back to the question of potential. The interesting thing about potential is that there does not appear to be a common definition amongst academics, consultants, or HR professionals. And therefore, answering questions about whether someone has potential is not easy. 
So each organization really needs to define potential in terms of what this means for itself. And then rather than asking whether a person has potential at a general level, the more important question that needs to be addressed is potential for what? Now, this may be for leadership roles, but it may also be for specific functional project or technical roles. So only so many people can reach a leadership position in an organization. Now, as I'm about to explain, being specific helps a lot. However, it seems many struggle with how to define potential at a specific level. And this is because they often lack the objective data and tools to do so. And more often than not, even if an organization has a definition of potential, it's likely to be a bit woolly and the evaluation process is still mostly subjective, as in the propensity to use tools such as the nine boxes, which is a, talent, a tool, by the way, that was created by GE and McKinsey to help uh, portfolio businesses like theirs, like GE's, to prioritize their investments in business units. And later, the nine boxes morphed into a talent review tool comparing performance and potential. So the original model would have been populated by hard financial data. However, the metrics used in the HR version tend to be a little less rigorous. Nevertheless, the principle of correlating potential and performance is still very useful. So the answer to the question, potential for what, is then only the beginning of the answer to bigger question of whether a person has the necessary potential. And potential is inextricably linked to a performance standard, and that performance standard will be relevant or related to a given context. So an easy way to illustrate this would be in the context of sporting ability. Being tall might provide an advantage in certain sports, such as basketball or volleyball, but a tall person may not have potential for either or both sports. Assuming that they do have athletic ability, these sports then have contextual elements that will come into play, if you pardon the pun. For example, basketball is a high contact sport, so in addition to being tall, a player will need additional upper body strength to deal with the contact with other players. And then basketball players need to move around a lot more on the court. Uh, and this would maybe not be such a requirement in volleyball. However, volleyball then presents other skills such as diving and being able to rebound the ball as opposed to holding the ball as in basketball. And then many more uh, factors and skills will come into play, which differentiate the sports. And then there are other contextual elements. So, for example, you could be a star player in the B League of a particular sport, being able to perform above average on all the key metrics and standards in the B League, but find yourself below average when elevated to the A League. Whether you succeed in the A League will therefore become a function of several other factors, such as whether you can improve on your weaknesses to, to exceed the average performance standard, uh, do you actually want to improve and are you prepared to put in the effort? And are you able to get expert guidance or coaching to help you get there? And you would rarely promote a player to the A-League without some form of trial. It's a bit like the old adage or question, are they ready, willing and able? So when confronted with the question about whether someone, including yourself, has potential, remember it's not a simple question with a simple answer. You have to consider 
a wide range of factors. And when the stakes are high, as in appointing a new leader in business, a structured, data-driven, objective approach should be incorporated into your decision-making. Otherwise, you leave yourself prone to individual and groupthink biases. So let me know if you'd like to test out some of the tools that we use to be able to do this. Have a super summer and I look forward to connecting with you all through these podcast conversations in the autumn or as our American friends call it, the fall. Bye.